Hi everyone and welcome to a new episode of Swisspreneur. In the last episode we already got to know Alan Frey and his personal story. Today we're going to have a chat with him about how to do successful B2C marketing. He will walk us through his own marketing framework and will teach you how you can launch successful PR and create a successful marketing system for your company. Let's jump right in and let's have a chat with Alan. Before we get started with the episode, I would like to introduce you to SBB Startup. If you think that your company is a good fit for the Swiss Railways, get in touch with them or learn more about their startup programs at sbbstartup.com. Alan, welcome back to Swisspreneur. It's great to have you again for the second episode mm -hmm. where we will tackle all, all the marketing uh, tactics and hacks that you will share with us later today. I would like to start with the first question. What mistakes do you see Swiss startups in the B2C sector making over and over again regarding marketing and branding? I don't see too many mistakes because I, you know, I'm not here to judge others. But what I can tell is what we did wrong uh, in the beginning. And I think um, what we did wrong in the very beginning was, or what was the, the reason why we became successful with Amorana is that in the very, very beginning, people don't buy your product. They don't buy your product. They buy it because it's you. You know, they feel sad for you that you need to work <laughs> in a sex toy company. And so they buy something. The, your first customers aren't buying your products. They're buying you. They're buying your vision. And uh, this is something that that uh, some entrepreneurs or sometimes I see that that they don't realize that you know they think mm -hmm. the product 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 this will come later in the you know today nobody cares if I'm part of Amorana uh, but in the beginning it was only Lucas and me um, convincing people or, or talking with them uh, right. about Amorana so the first thing is you need to realize or you need to have a great story this is the first thing and often it's you know it's called the elevator pitch mm -hmm. um, and the elevator pitch so often startups don't get it right it's the most important thing in the beginning because you're going to tell your your story a thousand times and it should be it sh the perfect setting would be if you and your co-founder or founders have a similar you know you talk about the same thing and the elevator pitch needs to be the perfect elevator pitch is it says very quickly what it is and don't use the it's the uber of it's the airbnb of leave that away be, be um, work on, on that plus something that's interesting so people will talk about it and in if you can add something funny it's like perfect like right so what it is without using too many um anglo-saxon phrases um something interesting and something funny and what was your elevator pitch so our elevator pitch when we started was we are selling sex toys but just a bit cooler than everybody else um, and in our case it's simple because it's sex toys right mm -hmm. uh, but what we realized quickly then is that people loved the story about lucas being an investment banker and we were working finance and uh, then we realized okay what are the stories you know uh, what are the products people buy most, like talking about blowjob machines and everybody's listening. So this is easy for us. 
Um, but if you're working on that, so this is this is the number one thing. Um, work on a, on a great story. Have have different stories. You know, have 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 five to ten stories. You know, I can bring up. Work on these. It's it's important because people are buying your vision and they're not buying your products in the beginning. That's 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 the essence. Um, so have a great story and go out and and show your face. Even if you're maybe introvert and there are I know a lot of entrepreneurs are they're maybe more introvert, but even then, you know, you don't need to talk about yourself, but about why you wanted to create a product. You know, there's there's sometimes there it's it's they're egocentric entrepreneurs like I am. Maybe it's easier for them to talk about themselves. But if you're not, you talk about why you wanted to create mm -hmm. that, why why people needed that. So this this is the step one, uh, and and often entrepreneurs do do wrong or or. Uh, we did wrong for the step one even if you have your your vision or your story like very well aligned and and set up you still need to to reach your first customers and and yeah. grow to like to reach more customer in order to grow the company yeah. how did you tackle this yeah so there are in my opinion there are like two ways to tackle that um the 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 first one is um the the your your name card you know uh, what we have is on every name card there's a coupon Every name card you give, there's a coupon you can buy. Uh, you can buy something or you, you should need to do something on your name card. People are looking at it and they're like, oh, uh, I need to try that. How much has that actually helped you? Did you have any like specific yeah. numbers? Um, the, the name card I'm using since day one with the code LN20 was used something like 400 times already. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, it works. So a name card with, with, with a coupon or, or to do something, that's something that, that really helps. And the second thing is um, PR. Um, a lot of startups do PR wrong because, you know, they go online and then they have a press release and they send it out. Mm -hmm. And nobody cares. Like really nobody cares. They get hundreds of them every day. Yeah. Nobody cares that you started a new website. So you need to think about very clearly and you need to tackle that very specifically how to get press release. And so how would I do it or how did I do it? The thing is, uh, you need to decide where do you want to be featured in. Do you want to be in an in a, uh, in a entrepreneurial magazine like Bilanz mm -hmm. or do you want to be in a mass market? Mm -hmm. If you want to be in mass market, in Switzerland it's 20 minutes. So how do you get into 20 minutes? It's super simple. Uh, you need to think about your industry and what are interesting facts for the journalist in your industry. You don't talk about your company. Nobody cares about your company. But you have interesting insights about your industry. Statistics, uh, new trends, things like that. Think about that. Then you do that, so you, you figure out what's interesting in your industry, what might be interesting for, you, for the journalist, step one. Step two is you go to 20 minutes, you type in in the search bar, you type in the word you're in. In your case, it was gyms or fitness. In my case, it was sex toys. Mm -hmm. And then you have a list of articles in 20 minutes about sex toys. And then you go in there and you scroll to the bottom and you see, a sh uh, you see uh, two, two or three uh, uh, letters and that's 
often the, 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 the name of the, of the journalist. You copy the two letters, you go to the Impressum and you search for these two letters and you see who did write about sex toys. Mm. And you go through all the articles and then suddenly you see, okay, there's this person who writes often about sex toys. So, or, or about startups or whatever. And then you write that person these interesting facts and you tell them it's only for you. It's for no one else. I'm not sending it out to hundreds of other people. So it's just for you. Mm -hmm. uh, would you be interested to do something, to write something about it? Could you please inform me? And this is an important part until tomorrow, 12 o'clock. If not, I can send it to someone else. The problem is we did that without the date once okay. and we sent it out to two, three people and all of them wanted it. And then mm -hmm. suddenly, you know, 20 minutes and blink and they get angry with you and you don't want that. Yes. So then you just send it out. You tell them, you ask them, uh, are you interested in it? I can even give you more details about the numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're interested in it, um, let me know until tomorrow and I can give you also an interview if you want to. And that's it. And that's how you get your first PR story. And if you get your first PR story, you know, you get your first users, uh, you get your first traction, people see that. If you look how many PR articles we have in 20 minutes or blick, it's ridiculous because we, we, we do that very systematic. Do you have an example of what kind of data you, you shared with the newspapers? So, you know, again, ours is easy or easier. Uh, what we did is uh, which... Uh, Canton bought the most sex toys. Okay. Um, what's the penis size of, of, uh, of the Canton? Uh, um, uh, these are the things we do, and, and that's quite easier in our case. Our spot was forbidden um, by, by Schweizer Fernsehen, stuff like that. So, so it's easier, but in every industry, you know, you have fitness, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, you, you can take the data and find data about. Um, which which canton has the highest density of fitness centers, and sure. then you take uh, how many uh, how how obese are these people? Is there a correlation? And then suddenly you have interesting facts, mm -hmm. and that's what people need to think about. And then they will write about you, and then you are on top of their mind. That's the whole point on getting top of mind with journalists. Mm -hmm. And in our case, if people are asked about sex toys, they think about Amorana because we're top of mind yes. and then they ask us. And so we, we have a, a high density of PR stories. In the early days, have you also invested in other marketing activities like social ads or something yeah. like that? What have you done? I, I, I strongly believe in, uh, in, in Oli Zamvar telling that every marketing works just depends on the price. So, uh, you know, billboard work works mm -hmm. if I get them for a franc or two or hundred, you know, it, it's sure. just a price. Mm -hmm. um, so it, everything works. So we, we, with that in our mind, we decided, so we do and try everything and we tried very systematic, you know, without sharing too much information because maybe also one of our competitors is, is listening. Um, uh, I, I try to, you know, the, the things startups need to focus on. Um, so step one is do the things you get for free. PR name cards with, with coupon codes. Mm -hmm. This is easy. But Quick ways. Yeah, you get your first customers and people don't do it, right? They don't do it. That's right. Uh, and, and it's, but it's easy. This is step one. Step two is um, there are three concepts in, in online marketing. 
there's the concept of um, traffic, conversion rate, customer lifetime value. These are the things someone who does online marketing needs to understand. And uh, the first one as a, as a startup is the easiest one is to tackle the conversion rate. Mm -hmm. uh, tackle the conversion rate, you can do that with two simple ways. Uh, so this means if you're getting traffic on the site, you're paying 100 francs for the traffic, you have a, a conversion rate of 1%, 100 people are coming to the site, one person is buying or signing up, you have a 1% conversion rate. So you need to improve your uh, conversion rate. This is the, your job, your first job as an as a, uh, online marketing guy. What would be a good conversion rate to have? It depends on your business. Uh, so, you know, uh, in e-commerce, uh, many stores have one or two con percent conversion rate. Mm -hmm. we, have, we have drastically more mm -hmm. um, uh, really high conversion rate. And this means, so your marketing dollars are way more efficient. So if you have 100 people, you pay 100 francs to come to your site and you have a 1% conversion rate and you make 50 bucks in revenue. Mm -hmm. This means you spend $100 in marketing or 100 francs in marketing. One person is buying something for 50 francs. You're making a loss of 50 francs. Yes. Uh, but if you have a 5% conversion rate, so the same people are coming to your site They are, you're spending 100 francs, you, are, um, you have five people buying something, you have 250 francs. So minus 100, suddenly you have a profit of 150 with the same people. So conversion rate is king. And how do you improve conversion rate? There's two tactics for that. Tactic number one is reducing clicks. It's just, just reduce clicks. Go through and reduce clicks. This is easy, reduce clicks. And the second one is the grandmother test. I'm calling in Swiss German. I'm calling grandmother test. You take your grandmother, you put her, you give her a mobile phone, and you tell her, please order mm -hmm. something. And then you just let her do. And you don't don't explain or anything, and just see where where does she stop. Mm -hmm. And if she stops somewhere, you know you need to improve that. So, or ask your aunt or something. And this is, you know, this is very practical. You know, this is not some high-end books. This is, you take your aunt, you ask her by, yes. you sit there, you look what she's doing. So this is something you can do. If you want to scale that up, you can use uh, tools like testing time where you get different um, um, people, you know, test things. Mm -hmm. and, and you don't need A-B tests or anything yet. Reduce clicks, look at people, how they buy on your site. These are the two things. And if you do that, you do 90% more than, than everyone else. So this is step one, increase your conversion rate. Step two is bringing traffic to the site. Bring traffic to the site is with um, name cards, it's with PR, but it's also with online marketing or TV and everything. Mm -hmm. The thing is you need to be greedy in the beginning and that in the sense of you cannot pay. So I, I, I was like telling everyone, we are a startup, we don't have any money, can you do it? Can we test it? Can we test it? So uh, still today, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm asking people if I can test. And this means I ask them, can I test it for 500 francs? Can, I, can we do a revenue share or something like that? I just can't pay you, you a fixed amount with the risk of not working. Mm -hmm. So test, 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 have small amounts and test if it works and then 
Just be very systematic about it. Again, don't do things parallel. In the beginning, do them sequentially and try Instagram, give an give a influencer, give them 200 francs and, and, and uh, test something with them. Uh, uh, try for 200 francs a month Google AdWords. Uh, try SEO. SEO is for free. Uh, do social ads, Facebook ads. Uh, ask if you can do a campaign on, on billboards for, for a thousand francs. Just very specific in one region sure. um, or, or TV. TV you can do super cheap nowadays. So try these things and be very systematic about it. And then you push the traffic on your site. You have a higher conversion rate and then suddenly the things work. And then you have uh, the customer and then you try to improve the customer that he's going to buy more and more and more. These are the things you, you're trying to do. So these three steps are, are very practical steps how to increase or, or improve your online marketing. Are there any recommendations from your side how to increase the lifetime value? Because from there onwards, you probably have an email address of the person mm -hmm. so you can control the channel. Yeah. What like effective hacks or activities have you have you done there that you yeah. might be able to share? Uh, to be very honest, we are not yet that good. Uh, okay. we, need, we need to improve that. Um, I think or what we've realized is that people don't always want to buy. Uh, but you want to keep them engaged. And how do we do that? People love content. They love to read about things. So when we put in content in our newsletters, people love to read that. They just, it, it has ridiculous click rates. And, and so we decided, you know what, we, we, need, to, we need to mix that more. And um, the, the problem is if you are a startup, uh, you are always in the, mo in, in the mood of, you know, getting new customers mm -hmm. because that's the mindset. Mm -hmm. And then the transition is now, we have so many customers in our, in our, um, in our shop now. And we need to focus more on them. Not only new customers, it's also still important, but on the existing customers. And we are working on that. So if uh, there's someone out there who is uh, specialized in CRM and looking for a job, I'm very happy to, to, get your, um, uh, to get your CV. Awesome. So that's also sort of content marketing that you're setting up there. What pieces of content have worked best for you? Do you like try different things? I, I also saw you have a podcast, for example, an Amarana yeah. podcast. You have like blog articles, videos. Yeah. What, what's working best for you in that regard? Uh, so the, the, the thing that works the best are videos. Okay. Um, so we, on our YouTube channel, we have videos with, with over 130,000 views. So real, real views. So no advertising behind no, that? No, we are not allowed to advertise uh, okay. on YouTube. So we are not, it's all organic. Um, and so videos, people love to see videos. But the problem is with videos, they're quite hard to do. Uh, so the second thing is like creating, uh, creating great blog posts. Um, because people, you know, it's good for SEO and it's also good for, for content. So uh, videos and, and, and uh, blog, these are the two things that work the best. I strongly believe in podcasts. I love podcasts. Uh, I think uh, uh, podcasts is, uh, is like, you know, like YouTube is the superior TV. I think podcasts will be the superior uh, radio in the future. Mm -hmm. um, it will take still a couple of years, but, I, but it's just obvious. It needs to be. Um, so I, I believe in, in, in podcasts. You also mentioned this three-step process. 
traffic, conversion rate, and then increasing the lifetime value, yeah. where should you start to making improvements? Start with conversion rate. Okay. Work on your conversion rate. It's the, it's the cheapest marketing. It's, mm -hmm. the, it's the easiest marketing. It's check where people are, are jumping off your page. Why, what didn't they realize to do? What, what's, what was the problem? Reduce clicks, ask your aunt to buy something. This, these are the things. Mm -hmm. And if you've done with that, uh, review that again, again and again, uh, and then focus on, on, on bringing massive traffic uh, and often that works with, with PR. Mm -hmm. And then last, uh, yeah. the yeah. lifetime value. Yeah. How do you track all these different activities that you do? Do you just write them down in a spreadsheet or do you have specific tools that you use in your daily life as a B2C marketeer? Number one tool is Google Analytics. So we use Google Analytics a lot and it's super powerful. Um, today we still have a marketing plan where we, we have the marketing plan in a Google spreadsheet. Um, additionally, we use Asana. Okay. So these are the tools we are working with, but uh, we are trying to improve and, uh, you know, having a, a business intelligence tool. Uh, we are trying now Minubo. Let's see if that works out. So these are the tools we are, we are working with, but in the end, it's, it's, uh, it's Google Analytics. Where do people come from? What, they do do on, what do they do on the site? Do you have like, did you set that up in a very specific way or did you use any templates to get there? Or was that sort of an organic growth? It was an organic growth because there aren't very good marketing tools out there who com which combine all of them. Mm -hmm. uh, it's easy because all of these marketing players don't want to share their data. So they, they try to, to block that. We had to do our own thing. Uh, this works okay. So, you know, having the core um, Google Analytics with the numbers and then we put it into a spreadsheet, you know, with the with uh, Google add-ons mm -hmm. and then we have the number and that's quite okay. I think you've provided us with a fantastic framework how to think about B2C marketing. The holy grail for a lot of startups to think about or the question that they don't know the answer to is how much money should I ex actually spend on the different parts? Maybe you could think about that at the different life cycles of a startup. Mm -hmm. So how much money should an early stage company, a mid-stage and a later stage company uh, spend on these different marketing activities from your perspective? So it depends strongly on, on which, uh, in which branch you're working, right? Uh, and if you're e-commerce or you have, a, you have a subscription tool or you have a marketplace, mm -hmm. this depends. Um, but to, to give you a concrete number, I think it's, it starts with try in the beginning to spend no money. I think having money, and this is always easier when you have money, but when you don't have money, it's, it's hard. But if you don't have money, you need to think. And this is something that's very important. Think about great ideas. How do you get PR? Uh, how do you get that stuff? Step one. Step two is only get um, revenue-based uh, marketing. So things that you can track very, very precise and you can calculate um, a return or even you, you, you do a, a revenue share. 
Can you give us an example of how you track that? Do you use like a coupon code? Exactly. Okay. You use a coupon code or you use a UTM link. UTM, they're called in German. Uh, it's easy. It's, it's just a, a, a specific link you can add to your domain. And then you see on Google Analytics, where do they come from? Okay. Uh, so you know the traffic is from this source. Mm -hmm. So things that you have revenue splits, uh, very specific where you can track. Then proceed to uh, the next step is uh, ROE-based um, uh, marketing, Google AdWords, Facebook ads, where you can where you decide what is the uh, what is the, um, the percentage we can spend on a new customer. Mm -hmm. Set a goal and then you know work towards that goal, right? And then you know if you if if it's below you can you can even spend more and get more customers mm -hmm. and it's if above you need to improve it and 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 optimize it so um, free stuff PR name cards uh, then things that you can do revenue splits with you know like uh, working with an influencer I'll give you twenty percent of the revenue that right. you will provide then go to ROE based um, uh, marketing Facebook. Uh, Ads, Google AdWords, mm -hmm. and then jump to, uh, to 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 the branding stuff. The branding stuff um, today you can track these branding things quite well. So TV, you, I can track TV. Um, these things you can track nowadays, uh, and all the branding stuff helps you to improve your conversion rate again. Uh, the reason behind it is very easy. Uh, if you want to buy sex toys somewhere, you go on the site and you think, do I trust these people? Mm -hmm. Do I trust them with my money that they will send it? And if you are known and if you're in TV, people think, okay, I know this brand, I've seen it on TV, so I'm going to, I'm going to invest or I'm going to buy something there because I trust. So uh, if you have a, if, and, and the last part, the branding part is the part where you are, where you are um, just, improving your conversion rate but you don't measure it that precisely anymore like billboards and so on right. and so forth so this is something i will go through um, to give you concrete numbers start with uh, in the beginning you start with with thousand francs a month uh, then you move to something like when it's when it's split uh, it's to two three thousand francs a month Mm -hmm. Then, if it's revenue, if it's ROE based Facebook, Google, you go to five, ten thousand a month, and then it's like open end, and then you okay. you just spend a lot of money then. And that would also be according to the sort of life cycle of a company, the the methods that you just described, right? Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely uh, the the life cycle of a company. Uh, the first couple until until Facebook and Google, you know, it's quite dense. You know, that can happen in in two three months. Okay. Uh, and uh, and then it, it might take half a year, but it's it's how the steps how we did it. And yeah, now you're also very prominent at like these branding activities. I would yeah. say like posters at the at the train station, for example. Yeah. Um, how does it help you to to grow? Like, what is your goal there behind this campaign? And you said you are very well able to track them. How does that work in in real life? How do you track these these campaigns? Yeah. Especially billboards. We don't know how to track them yet. Okay. We didn't figure that out. The thing is, we try to talk to people and ask them what they think about. So, uh, for example, um, you know, when we were doing billboards, we did this campaign, this Christmas campaign with a gag ball, and it's called 
Stille Nacht, Heilige Nacht, and, and it was a nine ga gag. So, you know, people come to me and they tell me, oh, I see, I've seen your billboard. So I'm trying to, you know, get a feeling if people are talking about the billboards. And um, the thing is, you know, people are getting spammed online so much mm -hmm. that, for example, Digitech Galoxus, you know, they, they have a very strong uh, billboard campaign. Yes. And people see that. And um, so I believe in these things. I believe in TV and billboards. You know, will it be forever? Probably not. Mm -hmm. uh, but probably the billboard will be digitalized. But mm -hmm. when I walk through the train station, there's a great billboard. I will look at it. I will laugh or I will be angry or something. If I have a banner uh, online, my brain doesn't even look at it anymore. So you need to get the attention of people. So um, in that case, uh, I, I, we, don't, we don't track that, mm -hmm. but it's just, it's just uh, in increasing the budgets there more and more. Okay. Because we see that people are talk, come up to me and tell me, I've seen your billboard. What do you think will be a very underrated channel to use for in the future that not a lot of people think about it yet? In Switzerland, mm -hmm. very specific in Switzerland, it's podcasts, it's email, it's YouTube. Okay. These are the things that are underrated. Maybe still, still Instagram, but Instagram is getting there. Yes. Uh, but, but podcasts, email, having a great email newsletter, this is so valuable. Uh, because if people don't spam you and they read your email, this is real, this is a strong thing. And, and YouTube people, everyone is looking, you know, I, when I cook something, I go to YouTube. When I, when I, when I, when I look up sex toys, I go to YouTube. When I, when I um, want to listen to something, I go to YouTube. When I want to watch something, I go to YouTube. Yeah. It's YouTube. And, and I think in Switzerland, it's completely underestimated. So how would you suggest like new companies, young companies tackle these three channels in the next, let's say, three to five years, probably. I think uh, I'm the wrong person to ask. I think they need to ask you guys because looking <laughs> at your setting here, this is the right setting. You know, it's very professional, uh, but it's very it's very lean. And uh, so, if somebody's interested in that, they should write you guys. Uh, you, you drop the email address because this is the thing how to do it. I'm learning here from you guys and not the other way around. So uh, this is the setting. Uh, professional, but very simple and very focused. So uh, this is the way to go. Thank you very much for that high compliment. I think it's the other way around. 90% we're learning from you and there's maybe 5 to 10% you can learn from us. Thank you. But that's actually also a very nice sentence to end the conversation. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Alan, for the very, very great uh, inspiration and also very practical advice that you've given us today. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much. Thank and you. All the best for the future, your personal future and Amorana, which will be the same for the next couple of years. Perfect. Thank you.